What's up, folks? Good morning. Great day. Good evening to you. Hope you're doing fantastic. I trust you're doing amazing. Uh, I uh, am going to be talking to you guys today about the fourth chapter of the book. Um, by the way, this is all the first section. There's two sections. The structure of the book goes as such that there's two sections. The first section is about um, like a roadmap, the practical steps to take in towards getting uh, out of you know trauma and into healthy living. And the second section is all about now that you're in a healthy situation, now we can kind of peer deeper into ourselves and analyze ourselves and then go deeper into the work, into the self-work. So, so there's five chapters in the first section. The first one is out of trauma and then into safety and then feel the safety. The second section, uh, the second chapter is um, on cleaning up, cleaning up the mess that you were in. <laughs> now that you're safe, you gotta clean the mess, right? Because generally when you come out of trauma, there's gonna be a big mess. So, but you can't really clean the mess until you've gotten out of the, you know, gotten safe from the thing that's going to be continually creating the mess and further feeling that, that reality that you are actually indeed safe because you could be the one now, you know, creating the mess constantly. If, you, uh, if you're not settled in with yourself, your triggers and your patterning and your whole system is going to just be living that chaos. So you have to retrain yourself. The second, so now the second chapter is cleaning up. The third chapter is self-analyzation or perspective, getting perspective that, you know, now that you're out of trauma, now that you're feeling, you know, the reality that you're out of it, starting to get a little healthy, start really starting to clean up your space, doing a big overhaul and flipping your space. Now, now that we got perspective, and you can really understand deeper who you are and deeper understand your interests and your desires and where you want to go in this life and what your, you know, you know, your sort of raw connections are, like what you just genuinely love. You're sort of getting back to that kind of child self, um, seeing like just what is authentic to you. Um, where you sort of naturally drift to, um, if just, you know, in a nice, joyous, happy state, if left to your devices, um, what you kind of just drift to and, and check out what other people have been giving that feedback, all of these different things start giving you this perspective on your garden and you get to understand on yourself, right? And you get to understand who actually you are in a, in a raw sense, right? Who, who you are just means like what the raw land looks like. It's like when you go and buy a property or, or you're going to skip, scope out a piece of property to, to build on, like farm, like to farm. You go and you look at it and you analyze the property. You know, if you're gonna do some sort of permaculture thing or regenerative farming or anything like that going on, you analyze the property at first and you see what potential 
um, the property has and how to bring that potential out. So that's the stage that we're in now. We're saying that now we've cleaned everything up. Now we can see and analyze it and say like, aha, okay, I see. This could really be good, but it needs this work and needs this work, but it's got a lot of potential with this. Um, you know, and you can start to see the roadmap, like tangible, like practical of like the analogy in the garden is, is like if you have dry land and you need to get uh, moisture back and you need to get healthy soil back um, and you see that the terrain is good um, and it's conducive, there's good like rainfall in the area, but it's, it's just been very, you know, unmaintained. This property has just been not, not been taken care of well. Um, even the, the, you know, the reverse of that, it's been very, um, you know, they, 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 they really let it fall to a, a low state and the property is in a very bad space, space, but the structure has lots of potential. So that's what we're seeing now. And now the fourth chapter gets to this point where you're saying, now let's build, now let's actually build what you want to be doing. And there's stages to that building. You know, it's like, I want to be a billionaire. Okay, great. So if you want to be a billionaire, you know, the first steps to that are becoming somebody who is going to be a healthy individual, right? It's like, if I want to grow, gar it's like, I want to grow almond trees. I want to grow tons of almond trees. And it's like, okay, fantastic. The first thing that we have to do in order to get there is build healthy soil, you know? So if you have healthy soil, okay, cool. Or, you know, so there's a stage, there's a process to getting there. So now once we're in this stage of let's start building now because you can like see your land and like, you know, feel it and <laughs> see it and, you know, touch it, taste it. Beforehand, it was all covered in uh, trash, so you couldn't. Now we're talking about actually building and that's really, really refreshing. And I think it's really where everybody wants to be, obviously, right? Like everybody wants to be building. Everybody wants to be growing. Everybody wants to be like seeing the successes and the victories and seeing all of the, you know, all of these wins, right? And the wins come from that like building and seeing the growth and seeing the fruit and that you're harvesting fruit. And this is what's going on in your garden, in your life. Um, and everybody wants to be in that space but we have to go through this process in order to get to that space. So, so now that we're at chapter four, this is the one that everybody wants to do. And still in chapter four, there's a process to it. So if you're coming from this massive space of trauma, there's still a lot of work on like your essential character traits that need to be worked on, right? If we're saying that you've been in trauma for years and years, maybe decades, you're coming out of that, there's probably a lot of just like baseline character development stuff that needs to be worked on. Um, anger, um, you know, ego or haughtiness, um, humility, learning how to pay respects to other people, learning how to um, be grateful, learning how to just have like a baseline level of joy in life. Um, all of these types of things, these like baseline character traits that are facilitators, it's kind of the soil for everything else that will grow in your life. Like if you can't have those, if you get angry all the time, you're not going to be able to really grow anything. Um, you know, you might be able to cutthroat your way to uh, a certain position, but you're going to kind of max out eventually. Um, and 
and uh, so there's a process to doing this still in the building yourself but the building yourself stage now you start to get to say like okay I want to go here in life I want to take this trajectory I really want to like move in this direction take now you are starting to really take that ownership of your path instead of just kind of damage control now it's like I want to go here and the way you get to figure out where you want to go is you just have to tap you have to tap into your interests like what do you like doing um, you know which which should have come about um, a lot through chapter three so um, chapter four now we're we're acting upon those interests and we're acting upon the fresh clean space and we are you know really catalyzing it towards a um, a beautiful thing so so now uh, this is this is it and and this is where you get to start planting the trees and building a garden and building um, Everything comes in this place, like as we classically know, as like a garden. It's like now you can start building it. Now you, you know, you put your irrigation in. Now you put in your big fence posts. Um, you know, now you put in these like big T posts that are going to support the, uh, you know, the grapevines. Now you, you know, now you put, start building the infrastructure and the system of the garden itself, and that is a really uh, cool place to be in because it really feels like growth. When you're going through the, the cleanup stages, it also is incredibly um, rewarding. It's also, it's, I mean, it's what you need, so it's gonna feel the best. It actually will feel the best, but the initial thought, what you might have thought, everybody wants to go and jump into chapter four. Like, I wanna just start planting trees. And it's like, well, if you don't have a space that's going to facilitate growth, then it's not gonna do anything for you. It's just gonna be a massive waste of time. You'll kill the trees. Uh, you know, it's like, I wanna start a career. I wanna start a hobby. I wanna start an endeavor. I wanna go down this track in life. I wanna build something. It will never be built if you, if you have a toxic environment. So um, the first step is cleaning yourself out and getting down to that baseline and then building up from that baseline. And that takes time and it takes a reserved um, you have to reserve your desire. You have to resolve, reserve those impulses to just want that quick thing. Um, but this is where we start to connect to a deeper place. We start to connect to our purpose. We start to connect to what are we doing here. And, you know, all of those things, we have, we have answers for those things. It's not up in the air. What is your purpose? What's the meaning of life? What is all of this stuff? It's not just whatever you want it to be. There's really, there's really beautiful things. Um, there's really, there's really one track essentially in that sense. And there's so many, there's so many answers. I'm trying, I'm trying to phrase this in a way that sounds uh, that's gentle in a certain sense because I think a lot of people, a lot of times nowadays, people, it's like, the purpose is whatever I want it to be. My purpose of life is like whatever I want it to be. And it's not necessarily correct. Um, it's not right. Like your purpose in life could be, I mean, you, you, certainly there's a subjective element to the purpose, but there's on an objective level, like for the world, for the globe, for the universe, what is the purpose? You know, is there an objective purpose? You know, in our, in our ancient, uh, in the lineage of Judaism, in the wisdom, in the Kabbalah, in the mysticism, 
and all this deep spiritual um, nature and in the answers there we, we there is a certain purpose and it's to be connected to God and and to live in a relationship with God um, I don't like the word God I'm trying to find a new word for for uh, for the big man but all of the uh, all of the implications for that word are just I don't like it but the whole point the the thing that is the point is that it's to be developing this relationship with the universe, with with the source of the universe, with the creator of the universe, with the master of the universe. It's to develop a relationship, really a tight-knit, really a personal um, relationship with the creator of the universe. And anything that you do is going to be facilitating the growth of that. And so what does a relationship with the universe mean? It means you know, being a good person. It means uplifting the world. It means not being a wasteful, toxic individual. It means all of those things. But those are facilitators towards the end goal, right? So we have to, you know, that's the difference. And a lot of the times in the world, I see people who are trying to find purpose and they, they don't know where to go and they try to find purpose through a good job or they try to find purpose through like just purpose-driven work. I was a part of those communities, a lot of that, like the startup communities um, and like sort of the new age spiritual communities and stuff like that. And, and you know, it just like, for what? That's the question, for what? like. Yes, for the globe, but like for what? Like for what? Like let's answer it deeper. Let's go deeper. Yes, it's good. Yes, it's saving the dolphins is good. It's, it's a good thing. But for what? Why is it a good thing? Like, you know, if you go to that deeper place and we start to, you know, flesh out this conversation of like, well, why is living without toxic fumes a, a good thing in this world? Well, because it's healthy for humans. Okay, great. So if it's, why is it... Why is it why being healthy, why is, let's answer this question, why is being healthy a good thing? Why are we having all of this conversation in the first place? Why are we talking about getting out of trauma? Why are we talking about being a healthy individual? What's the whole point of being healthy, right? Well, it's good, right? It's just inherently good. Well, yes, it's good, but why is it good? That's the question. Because it's good, it's good for me, it's good for, I don't know, it's good, it's good. good. Better than being unhealthy, that's for sure, because I won't die, because other things won't die. Okay, so that's a little bit closer, but why, really why? Like, why is it, you know, well, maybe if it's an evolutionary answer, it's because I'm going to be the healthiest in order to propel my seed and the seed of the human and the seed of, um, you know, and to further develop the world in the best way possible. Okay, still for why? Like, why Why develop the world in the best way possible? You know, where do we go with this? What, like, what's the whole point? You know, so, you know, like, because just saying evolution is not, so why? Well, like, what's behind evolution? Is there nothing behind evolution? If it's totally random, then that's, you know, the end of the, the dialogue and it, it, everything's totally random. But there's so much science out there that shows that randomness is so 
like infinitesimally small of a reality for for this world the way that it functions currently for every if everything was was really completely random this world would not be standing because the um the, the all you need is one thing to go wrong and <laughs> you don't need everything you need everything to go right constantly in order for this world to continue moving forward and it, and it, it does well all you need if everything really was just completely random all you need is one thing to go wrong and everything's going wrong and it's amazing how I mean, one degree closer to the sun, one little thing back, one little thing forward, one little notch this way, one little notch that way. You, you notice how like one degree of temperature will change an entire thing. Like it's, we're going into uh, springtime, out of winter, spring, we're like in springtime now where I'm at right now, it's April. And in the last week, it's the beginning of April, so we were in the end of March, early April. And, um, the weather shifted and it, within one week, it all shifted. And like, it was amazing how just like within one week, a couple of degrees and now your whole reality is different. And, and like, I mean, it could easily be a, a, one 10, 10 degree drop, one 10 degree thing here, there, everything gets thrown off. You know that, right? Like the, the you know, the temperature of the ocean, like if it goes down one or two degrees or something like that, like all the ice, you know, or if it goes up, you know, all the ice melts or something. It's like, it's so, it's more probable than not that this reality would fall apart if it was all random. There's a famous quote that like, I don't remember who it's by, it's by this uh, very famous scientist. I figured out, look it up. But uh, um, he said that the, 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 what, what's the quote? It was, uh, the odds of, the odds of this world coming about due to randomness is like a hurricane coming through a junkyard and building a Boeing 737. You know, it's like, how does that happen? <laughs> you know, and polished and everything, right? Like, you know, no, the wind, if you, if you had the, you know, no, the wind was strong enough and there was some dust in the air and so it polished it perfectly and it all, you know, no, it worked out. It must have been random because it happened, right? Yeah, but it, the odds are so small. So how can you say that it was, well, no, but it, we're here and it's working and random's the only uh, option we got. So that it must be even though the odds are so ridiculously small. I don't even know how, like the percentage, it's like point oh 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 like for for miles zeros one point zero miles of zeros one chance that like this thing happens by complete randomness. So so why are we so, so again, so like, let's get back to it. So why, what's the point? Why, what are we doing here? Like, are we doing it for evolution? Are we doing it for, what's the point of evolution? Just to compete for what? Like, okay, so, so even the question of health, it's like, yeah, I'm challenging like a sort of general status quo and I'm healthy. I really put myself into a space of health 
And I believe in health, but why do you believe in health? That's the question. So what purpose is health serving? Is health the end all be all in of itself? Do you worship health? Is health the, the God to which you subscribe? You know, it's like, that's it in the world. It's just health, you know? There's nothing more, there's nothing less because it is inherently good, right? So, so why do we wanna be healthy is the question. And I'm saying that I can offer this is, is that the answers from the deep Jewish texts that go back thousands of years from mystics to uh, people, people of, of deep wisdom, Kabbalah, um, were very much connected into the universe in a very, 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 very deep way. Um, they say that it's all just a relationship with with the creator of the universe. And so as you move through this world, you are just being a healthy spouse. That's what you are being. You are being a healthy spouse to the other partner in the relationship, which is the creator of the universe who is here with you all the time. He's creating you, you know, facilitating you, bringing you forward, bringing the world forward, bringing this whole thing about. And so the whole point is to have a relationship with that, right? It's like if you, let's say, give a, an example, like a, like a, uh, like an, like an example of that. Like if you live in your father's house, right? Your father is constantly providing for you. He's constantly there. He's constantly, you know, creating this house, so to speak. He's constantly filling the fridge. Your father and your mother, you know, they're constantly filling the fridge. They're constantly doing everything they need. The, the rent is always paid for. All of these things, and you're there. So what's the point of you being there? Just to exist? Just to suck off of the just to siphon off nutrients from them so that you can continue to breathe? Like, what's the, why are you, you know, at some point you gotta just own up to a certain responsibility of being a healthy contributing partner, right? And so eventually it's like, okay, you know, whether it comes about through the, through the parents or the, through the kid, eventually you gotta go and work. Eventually you gotta contribute. Eventually you gotta clean up around the house. Because if you don't, it's super toxic. And that's the whole point of health. The whole point of health is not for the sake of health itself. The whole point of health is for, it's, it's a tool, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's maintenance on the system. It's, it's, you are the tool and you have to maintain that tool. And so you have to continually update and refresh and keep your system healthy in order for you to move forward in the best way possible for the relationship because if you show up to the relationship as a healthy vibrant thriving individual you can create you have love in the most beautiful way you have what we call in hebrew shalom shalom means you know you kind of maybe probably heard it before like peace hello goodbye shalom aleichem right like you've probably heard the word before um but shalom also means whole it means it means whole like as in full means it's a full there's a fullness there you you come and you create unity in that space that wasn't there before that was it wasn't uh when you when a man and woman come together they create unity 
You know, the, 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 the biological proof of that is that they are able to bring a child. They're opposites and they come together and they complete each other. And that completion creates this unity and brings a child out into the world. That's a, that's a deep, beautiful, divine process that occurs. And that is one example in terms of marital relations and then bringing about children and child, childbearing. But, but that stretches to every other area. It stretches to just relations in general, relationships. It stretches to our emotional, mental, spiritual. It stretches to your personal relationship. It stretches with your spouse, with your family, with your friends, with your community, with your country, with the world, with the universe, and with the creator of the universe. And so the whole point that we're saying now, now that we're really, now that, and you got to eventually get to this conversation. Otherwise, you know, and I know it's uncomfortable for a lot of people, but eventually you got to get there because otherwise you're just sitting around, you know, you're doing nothing or you're pursuing something, but for what? Like, what are you pursuing it for? That's the question. So you have to have this conversation and now is really the time to start having that conversation because you're really, you're moving forward. And at least to start having the conversation. You know, it's not, these, these conversations are not one conversation, many conversations. But, but now that you're actually building your garden, okay, what's the actual point of a garden? I mean, obviously it's to get healthy, but there's a, there's a Jewish, there's a quote from a Jewish sage and it goes, if I am for me, if I, you know, here it goes. It goes, if I am not for me, then who am I? But if I am only for myself, then, then what's, then, then what's my point? Right? And it's not the exact quote. The exact quote is a slightly different. I don't remember the exact quote, but that's essentially the point. If I am not for me, who, who am I? What will be of me? And if I'm just for me, then what am I do? What's what's the point of me just being here? If I'm it's just for me, but in order for me to be beneficial to the collective, I have to be at first like a what we maybe call selfish. I don't know if that's the right word, but it's you know you have to focus on yourself in order to get healthy because that's the only way that you can become a contributing factor. That's the only way that you can become a contributing member is to make sure that you're healthy. So what's the point of health? What's the point of moving forward? What's the point of building your space? The point of getting healthy is so that in, in focusing on yourself and getting healthy is so that you can become a healthy contributing member of the larger ecosystem you're a part of. And then eventually it's to actually be a contributing member to these larger ecosystems that you're a part of all of the ecosystems and and in terms of relationships to be a contributing member in those relationships and ultimately a contributing member in the relationship with the world and however you want to phrase it you know i'm not a huge fan of the word god either but it's the same thing it's the same thing that we're talking about it's this source the creator of the universe i mean we have lots of different names in 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 hebrew in the, Jew, in the Jewish language, we have lots of different names, and there's a bunch of different names for different sort of aspects and, and traits of God, but it's the mysticism that everybody's looking for, really. That's, that's, what, that's what it kind of boils down to, and, it's, and the, the challenging part for many people is you don't get to just do what you want. That's the really, that's kind of the challenging part to people. It's like, but I just want to, you know, 
play video games all night. And it's like, okay, well, then you don't have a relationship. You know, then it's like, in a real, you don't just get to do what you want because that's selfish. Because so you, there is a certain amount of selfish that is that is productive. It is functional. You have to be a level of selfish in order to be a healthy individual, right? And then that healthy individual now is a fuel. Is is it's it's you now become somebody. You can't be contributing if you're not somebody. Once you become somebody, now you can contribute in a meaningful way. Before you become somebody, there's nothing to contribute. What are you contributing, right? So you have to focus on yourself, get healthy, build yourself up, get strong, and then move forward and contribute, right? So that's, that's really the hard part for people is a lot of the times I see that people just, they want it to be for them. Like they want to contribute, but they just want to do it in their, the way that they want to do it, right? Which, again, there's a, there's a dialogue to have around that because we all have our unique and uh, we, we have our unique role in this world. And that is true. That's really, we do all have a very specific sort of mission, we would call it, or a specific, unique. You're here for a reason. And without you, we couldn't move forward. You know, without this, this is a very, you know, your soul is a very specific, unique soul, and it's a beautiful one, and we need you. And so you have a unique mission, and you do have unique things to bring to the table, but we have to bring that into the right context. We have to take that discussion and put it in the right arena. Because otherwise, if it's just, I just want to do what I want to do, and you could call it a purpose-driven thing, but it's all just for your own satisfaction of your interpretation of, of the interpretation that you have of, of, you know, what purpose is, you know, it's closer, it's closer to the mark, it's good, it's closer, but it's not all the way there, right? Because you still have to ask why, what's the point of health, what's the point of moving forward, what's the point of, you know, if you say global climatization and that we're all going to die by 2030, it's like, okay, so... You know, we, we don't, we don't, at least in the, I can say just from the Jewish philosophy, we're not, we don't believe that we're all going to die in that way. Like this is not, uh, you know, there, there is a certain, like, and it's not to say that you shouldn't be correcting your behavior and stop wasting. But the point of the world is not to save the planet because at the end of the day, what are you going to do? Like, you're gonna save Earth, you're gonna save, like yes, you can contribute, and you can even contribute in a very meaningful way, but there's, there's a, do you understand what I'm saying? In a certain sense, there's a, there's nothing that you can do about it. In a certain sense, there is something you can do about it, and you could even be, you can even be very productive, you could even be contributing in a very meaningful way, but what's very meaningful relative to a discussion like saving global climates like how productive can you be can you really you know hold up the world can you like continue to suspend it in space and and control the gravitational can you stop all of the asteroids that could theoretically come and you know just bring every single dial that needs to be in perfect place to its perfect position in order for us to continue living on this planet as we are currently I mean, really honestly answer that question. Like, 
it's not to say that that like it's not a it's not a it's not to say that it's it's a bad thing to waste. It is a bad thing to be wasteful. You're not supposed to disrespect. It's not good to disrespect. It's not good to um, be wasteful individual. You should really be living as close to um, a beautiful and symbiotic, uh, healthy, amazing, beautiful connect. I'm, I'm with you on that. No, no doubt about it. But the question is about what, like why, and like what's the ultimate end goal here. The ultimate end goal is, you know, that that I'm telling, I'm saying from our perspective, is to have a relationship with the with the world, to have a relationship with the universe, to have a relationship with the creator of the universe, and you can do that so readily of uh, in such a readily available way, and it's so much more deeply satisfaction, it's so much more deeply satisfactory than trying to save the planet and stressing and killing yourself because and just living this fear anxiety space of the planet's going to die and my purpose is to save the planet when really like what are you going to do to save the planet like i mean even if you mobilize a hundred thousand people like wow that's a pretty good amount i mean that's a lot of people a hundred thousand people even if you mobilize millions of people i mean what are you like are you serious like you really do you think you, you can really stop the entire momentum of whatever's going on in the world right now to save the planet? And I'm not, I'm not saying this from like a depressing space. It's just like we got to realign our goals. Like I'm a very, very, very goal-oriented, aggressive uh, person in that type of sense. Sorry if I'm too aggressive. <laughs> I apologize. Um, but... I'm, a, I'm a, like I'm saying I'm very uh, I, I, I'm a, like that type A. I want to get things done. I want to hustle hard. I want to save. You know, I want to do that stuff. I want to be achieving big things. Trust me, I do. I I want to be achieving very big things as well. So it's not again. I'm trying to be specific. It's not. It's a nuanced conversation because I'm not disagreeing with you on everything to the person out there who would be deeply in this camp, right? It's, it's, I'm not disagreeing with you on everything. I'm also a very goal-oriented person who wants to achieve major things in life and wants that purpose and wants that connection, wants to feel a connection to this planet. And I also want to live on this planet and, and continue thriving and continue growing. And I also want to have a symbiotic relationship. And I also want to be living healthy. And I also want to have organic. And I also, I mean, we do sourdough in my house. We do our own sauerkraut in our house. We don't waste. We compost. I mean, we do it all. Like, this is, I mean, if you look at my whole topic of dialogue here, the conversation is all about, like, regenerative, regenerative growth. It's all about ecosystem building. It's all about this whole dialogue that we're having. So I'm, I'm really, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, like, forgive me if I'm, like, a little bit too intense. I apologize. I, I, that's one of the weaknesses that I would say that I have is maybe coming off a little bit too, um... Uh, confrontational at times, but, but what I'm trying to, I'm trying to bridge a connection here, um, and just say that like, we're, we're, we're so much more similar, I think, than what we, we believe and that we're disagreeing on some minutia, but really at the, at the, 
like a, as a foundation, as a human, we have so much in common. Like I want all of this stuff just as you want all of this stuff. And if, if you look at our lifestyles, they're likely, uh, they have a lot in common. The difference is, is that, that end goal for what, right? And this is, it's relevant now because now in chapter four, as we move forward, we're talking about building a garden. That's awesome. Let's build it. Let's plant these plants. Let's plant healthy living. Let's plant, you know, doing sourdoughs and doing sauerkrauts and having chickens and having the fresh eggs and having a beautiful, like a beautiful, like homestead and having just an amazing place to to build and grow your consciousness and to really become an elevated individual. Let's do all of that. But the question is for what? For what? And theoretically, you could do all of that and not ask the question for what and just do it and continue going. But deep down, deep down, you're going to have this question lingering. Maybe not everybody. I can't say that everybody's going to have that question lingering. But there's going to be something unclarified there. For a lot of people, that it becomes unclarified and, and we try to come up with it on our own. It's like, oh, it must be this, it has to be this, I don't know, I think this, or the philosophers say this, or like somebody said this, you know, like a hundred years ago, and so that seems like it could be like pretty good, um, you know, and, and the question, like, for what? For what are we doing all this? That's the question, and, and, and I invite you to think about it and like, think deeply about it. And it doesn't have to be so, like, all it means is having a, a relationship with the universe. That's all it means. It just means, like, <laughs> like, you know, even if you're an atheist, it's like you still have a relationship with the universe, whether you like it or not, because you're in it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so it's like, you know, so at the end of the day, it's like we got to, we got to, Start thinking in a little bit more, I think of an open way, and I'm willing to have these conversations. I wanna talk with you and you know, you can reach out and connect. Um, but this is the dialogue to have because at the end of the day, for, for what? Like we're all here for a certain amount of time. What's going on? You know, I, let's talk about the deep stuff because let's talk about the existential stuff because so many people are trying to figure it out and we're all just coming up with this and that and I think I'll pull this you know, I pulled this out of the hat. I don't know. That one kind of seemed like people just are making stuff up nowadays. I've seen it a lot. I've seen a trust. I've been a part of all sorts of different types of communities, different types of spiritual communities, new age spiritual communities, psychedelic spiritual communities, yogi communities, the Buddha communities, the um, all of a whole bunch of varying types of communities and varying types of religions. I've checked out a whole bunch of different types of religions, like Mormonism, Catholicism, Christianity. Um, and, and it is, you know, the, really the whole point is to have a relationship with, with the universe, or really specifically the creator of the universe. And at first, that might be like this weird thought, but if we get rid of all of the loaded, uh, conversation with all the baggage at the end of the day we're just talking about being in a relationship and it's just like if you were in a relationship with your husband or your wife it's like okay why are you gonna be why are you a healthy individual like why are you showing up to that relationship as a healthy individual 
right? That's the question. If if the answer is because I look freaking sexy in a mirror, then that's the wrong answer, right? Because that's that's not what contributes to building a relationship. You will not succeed in your if your if your goal. Let's put it this way. And this is why, by the way, this is why there's so high of a divorce rate in America and in the Western uh, countries is because they were not clear on this. So let's just look at the stats. Let's look at divorce rates, which is a relationship, which is one of the closest, if not the closest, aside from creator of the universe, but let's not talk about that. Um, aside from uh, that, it, the marriage is going to be your closest, most intimate relationship that you have in your life. And if we're looking at the success rates and the stats for that, why is the success rate so low? And even for the divorce rates, even for the divorce rates, we, you know, the people who are not divorced, there's plenty of people who are not divorced, who are living horrible marriages, who have zero connection to their spouse, who don't want to really to be married to their spouse, but they just, you know, it's more convenient to be with their spouse than to not be with their spouse. Um, you have to file paperwork and they have to have lawyers. So they just kind of live together. Uh, they're married, technically speaking, but not really. And, uh, you know, let's look at the stats. You know, when when we're looking, what like, what's the point of a marriage? What's the point of being together in a relationship in the first place? If you just want to be by yourself, if you just want to be, you know, self-serving, and if you're just in this relationship for it to be self-serving, then don't get married. Don't get married. Just move on. Don't talk to the, don't even talk about marriage because it's not, you're not going to succeed in it. Simply put, flat, flat, straight out. This is how it is. If you're looking to just receive in a relationship, if you're just looking to, I, you know, this is, you know, this is going to boast me up. This is going to make me look so good. Oh, I'm marrying the right person. She's going to make me look like this. I'm going to look great when I go out to dinner. You know, like you're doing it for the wrong reason. You will get divorced eventually. Or you'll be living a very, very unsatisfied life. And it happens very quickly. It does. It does happen very quickly. And if this is sharp for you to hear, good. Because this is what... this is. If, if you're in a marriage, you can correct it. I promise you, you can correct it. I'm, like, very quickly you can correct it. You'd be surprised. You really would be surprised how fast you can correct this. This is a topic I'm really passionate about, by the way. You can probably feel it in the intensity of my voice. Because it matters so much. Like, it's such an important relationship, and people are so far and away. And again, I'm, I'm kind of going on a little bit of a rant right now, but what's the point? The point, I'm going to... I'm going to anchor this and then I'm going to continue in the rant, <laughs> you know, okay, just so that we kind of have context. Um, the point is we're talking about for what, like, what are you building your garden for? Now we're building the garden. Now we're starting to, you know, we've plowed a bit. We've cleaned it up. We've made it nice. We understand what it is. We see what's going on. We see we got some wetlands down here. We got this beautiful prairie over here. We have this natural forest going on over here. We have this just like beautiful land now that we're able to like, whoa, realize and get perspective on and be like, oh my God, I've got this freaking awesome plot of land. You know, now we're starting to build on it. And the question goes to like, for what and why?
you know, which might be a little bit of a, um, like a wind out of your sails for a moment because you're just all ready to go and build and you're going like, wait, hold on, for what are you building? And it's like, are you kidding me? For what am I building? I just got out of trauma. I'm building for me, bro. I gotta go and get healthy. And yes, that is actually the right answer because if you're not for yourself, then you can't be a contributing member to society. You can't be, if you're not healthy and strong, then you're not gonna be able to continue uh, and, and actually be contributing in a healthy individual. Um, so yes, the answer is to go and get strong, but once you're strong, for what? So what, for what, for like why? <laughs> like why or why? Eventually why, right? Um, and that's the context of this discussion and it's, I'm, a very, I, I'm very passionate about the whole marriage discussion because it matters so much and when you're not in a good marriage, it affects everything. It affects you, it affects your kids very deeply, obviously. It affects society, it affects your inner circle, it affects your community, it affects the whole world, it affects everything. And it affects the way that you experience life. If you have a bad marriage, you're not gonna be making money, you're gonna be depressed, you're gonna be pissed off, you're gonna be angry, you're gonna be coping, you're gonna be looking for ways out, escapism, denialism, because there's, there's, this isn't, there, there's really unhealthy things that are happening in your space and they're very uncomfortable and we don't know how to fix them. So, so well, we do know how to fix them. Um, and that's what I want to talk about is fixing them. So, so let me get back to it. Why, why are you getting involved in this marriage in the first place? That's the question. If the answer is, you know, to feel good, it's the wrong answer and there, you won't succeed. No, I might be able to succeed. I think I can do it. Okay, good luck. It's, it's not going to work. You can't because the, the nature of marriage is, is that you need to build together. You're in a partnership. You're in a relationship. You're in a dynamic and it's, it's similar, but it's not the same to like a business relationship. Man and woman, specifically, being together has a very, in a marriage specifically, has a very unique dynamic that is unreplicable in other spaces. And the nature of that relationship is, is that you need to be constantly working on it, constantly showing up, constantly providing to the space. And what that does for you is it facilitates your growth. Think of marriage as an arena, the arena, the best arena for you to be growing in this lifetime. Because in your relationship, you need to be constantly showing up. You need to be constant. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what your name is. It doesn't matter who, like, if you're not showing up and being a good partner in the relationship, it doesn't matter. You're, it's it's unhealthy and you're going to feel that. So the goal and the, and the job of marriage is to create that beautiful relationship, that harmony, that connection. And the way that you do that is you continually show up and you give and you give to the space and it's not about you. And when you can provide and, and collectively contribute and think about the other person, you're building, that's what building a relationship is. What, what, flows from a beautiful relationship what emanates from a beautiful relationship everything does <laughs> everything does 
what we call shalom, you know, shalom is this fullness. It's this wholesomeness. It's this, but fullness and not in a like, uh, in a like a baseline way. It's like, whoa, I was in the negative. Now I'm whole. Like, you know, everything's peaceful. Like, no, shalom means like radiating good vibes, radiating on such a powerful level, such a powerful dimension. There's, there's, you know, I'm sure maybe once you've walked into somebody's house before that had a good relationship, that was a very warm house, very warm vibe. And you walked into that space and you just felt it. You felt the energy in that space and you were like, oh my God, I don't know what's going on in here, but this is ridiculous. This is like, this is crazy. I don't want to leave here. This is amazing. That is a real feeling and, 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 the reality is, is that actually there are people out there who are cultivating that home environment. And what that breeds is just wins everywhere. And it breeds success everywhere. And it breeds beauty everywhere. And it breeds a deeper relationship with the world and a beautiful human that can now show up and connect deeply and spiritually into this world and also be here and show up in a very physical, very practical way, be successful with money, business, all of this stuff. It all ties hand in hand. There's a lot of deep mysticism about the connection of money and relationship and, and marriage and, and all of this stuff. Um, but this is the point, guys. I know this is like I'm sort of going off here on a, on a deep rabbit hole but this is so important it's so important that we have these discussions because otherwise we're left with you know these these vague non-answers and we're not, and we're still left with all of our problems and it's like okay that might work as like a it might satisfy your need to have some answer in the short term right like i just i just need something so that i can check the box and move on with my life Right? Like, okay, well, fine. But it didn't take care of the problem. And if you want to actually move on in a way that's healthy, you have to take care of the problem. And then after you take care of the problem and continue to show up and be a healthy individual, all of that good flow is going to come into your life. But it doesn't happen accidentally. And it's not going to happen just by happenstance. It happens by answering the deep and the hard questions and having the deep and the hard discussions and the, and the conversation and the dialogue. And if you go through the book, if you actually go through uh, my book and go through each step of the process and you go through the, the, the space of, and even if your life's not in a complete mess and it's not just like complete, total trauma, havoc, danger zone like everywhere which for some people it is and you shouldn't feel ashamed of that because lots of people have crazy childhoods and crazy environments that they grew up in and it's not your fault it's just whatever you were born into um but you got to deal with it that's for sure and you definitely have to deal with it but it's not your fault right so that major major distinction but even if it's even if it's not your, even if you like have a fine life, but you have like maybe a little part of it that's dangerous or a little part of it is that it's unhealthy or like whatever, you gotta get yourself out. You gotta get yourself into safety. You gotta create barriers. It means a lot of the times dissolving certain relationships, dissolving unhealthy relationships, creating barriers around unhealthy relationships to people or things, to people or spaces, to, to all sorts of, to people or ideas even creating 
creating a space where you're getting out of the danger and into a healthy space, then reprogramming yourself in order to understand and feel. There's a way to reprogram yourself. Go back to the last episode on chapter uh, one to go look at that um, two or three episodes ago. Um, I'll talk about reprogramming yourself. You have to teach yourself how to be, you know, non-traumatic, non-PTSD. And then you have to go and clean your space very deeply. If you go and then you got to get perspective and search and look into it and ask other people and journal and talk to therapists. If you go through all of these steps, it is such a, you, you've been, if you really did it, if you actually did it, you've been dealing with the hard questions now for a long time already. So this conversation should be a welcome respite to all of the chaos that you've been going through up until this point. This should be a beautiful conversation that's like, yeah, let's have healthy relationships, can we? Please, thank you very much. You know, that because because if you actually went through it, it's you can't you can't avoid the hard dialogue. Otherwise, otherwise you're not actually doing the work. Otherwise, you're not actually getting yourself to safety. If you're saying like, ah, I'm going to like kind of do this, but I'm going to stay involved. Oh, like I'm going to like break up with this like really you know, unhealthy, toxic, like, relationship that I have back and forth with this person, and, like, it's really unhealthy, and, like, we just, like, I don't know, whatever, we, some, like, he comes over here, or she comes over here, and, like, we sleep together, but then, but we're broken up, but, like, we're seeing other people, and da-da-da, but then, like, she comes over, and then we have some, like, crazy problems, and, like, man, you don't even want to hear the story from last week, two months ago was ridiculous, like, but we're broken up. Well, we're broken up. No, we're not together anymore. We weren't together. We're not together anymore. So, look, if you want to have that, like, you can't do that. You can't. You have to actually, actually get yourself out of the danger zone. And that means really addressing the hard conversations and really going through it. And, and if you actually do that, this conversation is going to be a really pleasant one in many ways. Because you're, you're no stranger to the hard conversation. The, the person who is not doing that work, they get to this conversation, they're going to be very triggered. Because they haven't actually done any of the work and now they get to this conversation. And especially this conversation because everybody wants to grow and build and move forward and develop their garden. But they haven't done any of the hard conversation that they need to in order to lay the foundation for this stage in the game. So now they get to this stage in the game, they have zero foundation for the dialogue that we're having up until this point. And we have this type of dialogue and it's a very triggering dialogue for them. Um, and that's really the sequence of events. That's the sequence of events. So... Folks, I'm going to leave it at that today. This was quite a full episode. I was not expecting it, honestly. Um, but it's great. It really flowed. Um, and uh, I hope that this is valuable, guys. Like, that's the, like, again, this is the most important thing. Is that I really pray that this is valuable for you guys. And that you actually take this to heart and, and do something with it. And even if it's like, okay, even if you don't believe in God. And even if you don't believe and a creator of the universe, and even, like, whatever, I don't care, don't, you don't, but, you don't have to, but, but at least, like, try to show up and have healthy relationships for real, for real, like, show up and actually try to have healthy relationships by contributing, and building, and not being selfish, and, and doing it not for you, 
right? If you can get that out of this conversation, do it for you so that you can do it for others. That, if you can get that out of this conversation, then that's gonna be a huge win. Like, because at the end of the day, the point of a relationship is not for you. It's so much bigger than just you. You are one member of that ecosystem in that, in that space. And yes, you're involved in it. And of course, you have a desire for it to be a good relationship. Obviously, because you're involved in it. And because we don't want to be in an unhealthy space. Because it's bad. Right? Why is it bad? Well, that was the whole dialogue that we just had. Because it doesn't facilitate the relationship. So if you're unhealthy, it doesn't facilitate the relationship. And so, of course, you want the relationship to be, unhe- to be healthy because you're in the relationship. <laughs> and so if you're healthy, then you can contribute. And if you can contribute, then you create this healthy relationship. So, of course, there's an inherent desire because, because we're involved in it. But also, also, additionally, existing also in the same space at the same time, not to... Uh, negate the other one is is that you should be doing it for others as well and that the only way that you can do it for others is if that part of you that wants to be healthy is fulfilled so you have to be fulfilled and then through that fulfillment then you get to a place where you can be impactful you can be impactful for other people you can be impactful um, in in a much greater and broader sense of the term so That's it, folks. I'm going to leave it there today. I will uh, talk to you soon. Talk to you tomorrow. Have a fantastic day. Really, really, please just like go high five somebody today. Smile, laugh, give somebody a hug, like make somebody's day, like just light up the room with some joy, some positive energy. Um, And please forgive me if I, if this was like uh, a little too confrontational for you. I apologize. Um, I usually, I usually record podcasts at like at night and today I did it in the middle of the day. So it's like almost 12 it's like 11 a.m. The sun's out. All the energy's moving. Uh, so I, <laughs> please forgive me if this was like a little bit too aggressive for you. Um, but uh, I, 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 I really do welcome, um, you know, you reaching out and us having a dialogue. Um, please do that. I, I really welcome it and uh, hope that this is valuable to you guys. Okay. Have a great day. I'll talk to you soon.